Welcome back to the Nintendo Powercast. We're doing part five for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ask the developer. And this one, I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Part five starts off by saying, if players think they can do it, they can. Starts with, you mentioned that every player will have a different experience with the game. However, given this degree of freedom, some of the abilities may be used in ways contrary to the developer's intentions. Do you have any concerns about that? Fuji Bayashi says, I wouldn't worry too much about that. The programmers have made sure these features won't cause issues on the system side. And the gameplay is designed so that players can freely create whatever comes to mind, just like an experiment. We'd rather our players surprise us by creating something we've never even thought of. Dota, this can be said for previous title, but we've placed more importance on creating a game that enables players to do exactly what they think they can do, rather than how we want them to play the game. Fuji Bayashi says, because once we define how we want players to play the game, it ends up becoming more and more linear. We once had a place with stacks of crates that couldn't be moved, but we decided to make them movable because we knew our players would definitely be disappointed if they couldn't move them. Since then, for any objects we don't want players to move, our designers have put ropes around them or covered them with a cloth to symbolize they can't be moved. A lot of attention has gone a lot of attention has been given to details like these and they, they show a picture here too if you're only listening and you'll be able to tell what is a movable object and what is not and it looks like there's like some wood planks and maybe even some wheels i, I don't this gets me i don't know it gets me so excited and then the immovable one it just has it basically has a tarp and ropes over the top of it and uh we'll know at that point it's not made for it's not made for construction. Uh, Dota says, by the way, we've placed the lid on every single unbreakable jar and laughs. The more you play a game, the faster your brain processes it. So after a while, your brain starts to auto automatically sort out what's an enemy, what not to touch, and what to take. For parts of the game that require players to look and make decisions, our designers did a good job creating rules and signs. So I think players will understand what they should do intuitively, even without an explanation. The interviewer then asked, you mentioned that you worked on this game from the perspective of enabling players to do exactly what they think they can do. I recall players of the previous title playing in lots of different ways. Do you ever watch fan-made gameplay videos? I'm excited for these answers, you guys. Anuma says, there were some talks about them among the development team. The direction of giving players the freedom to do anything in this game came about precisely because of the reactions of people who played the last game i love that i love that they're 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 watching what the community is doing and that was helped that's what that's what shaped this you guys we are in for such a treat with it takazawa says even though it's been six years since the last title was released many fans will still post drawings comments and videos on social media especially when the team is facing difficulties during development these things light up the eyes of our staff and make them think all right Let's show them what we've got. I really want to thank all our fans. This is this is such an, this is so amazing to just to get to get a peek inside their their minds and just how how dedicated they are not only to this game but to 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 us, the fans. Fujibayashi says, "I totally agree. Our fans have motivated us so much in the development of this game. Thank you so much." And it says, "Everyone gives a big nod." Um, Anuma says, "I have seen some fans say that the Legend of Zelda games make them feel like they're the only player 
to solve uh, to have to solve the puzzle. And that's what they like about the series. I think letting players come up with their own solutions to puzzles gives them a stronger sense of being the one, uh, the only one to have figured them out. Uh, then if we got them to use a predetermined solution uh, in a uh, predetermined solutions, in a sense, this is something unique to the legend of Zelda series. And I think it's something that's brought out even more in this title. And that's, I mean, we've talked about that many of times on the Nintendo Powercast. you know, crawlers mentioned how he, how he loved being able to figure out puzzles like differently than me, you know, like people would watch me stream and I would, I would at one point I'm like, okay, I know that I probably need some kind of a, like electric wand or something, but I didn't have one. And I was like, but I don't need to go and look for one because I was able to essentially make a circuit with the weapons just by laying them down and placing them in a line. And it allowed me to, to create the circuit that needed to be done without having to, it was either I needed to move a piece that was somewhere else in the dungeon, or it was, it, I, I can't remember exactly. It was too long ago. But I remember my stream watching and going, I did not complete that puzzle that way. And I thought that was so cool because it gave me that very feeling of like, did anybody else do it this way? Or was this, was this, was this just the way I figured it out? And that's a great feeling and it makes it a lot of fun. The interviewer says, thank you very much. I feel your passion for development uh, of not just this title, but the series in general. Now to wrap up the interview, could you tell us what you want players to pay close attention to? and what you've particularly focused on in this game. Well, Kai says, for me, it's the expression of realism in the game. For example, the sense of distance created as a player moves away from a nearby sound and it becomes increasingly hazy and echoey, disappearing into other ambient sounds. Ever since the previous title, we've been developing our games to provide a surround sound experience and you can enjoy it with headphones or stereo speakers. We hope you'll notice these details. I heard some of our development staff saying, just chilling by the sea makes me feel relaxed. I wish I could listen to that sound forever. Laughs. We hope you'll have fun playing around and finding your way to enjoy the game sounds like in this example. Takazawa says, as for the design and the art of the core elements of this title, such as the civilization, the motifs um, have been completely redesigned from those of the previous title. Uh, which were inspired by ancient Japanese culture. At the same time, all of our designers have focused on once again, building uh, a completely original supernatural imagery 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 while creating a mysterious atmosphere that's existed in Japan since ancient times. We'd like you to take time to enjoy our adventure in this new and different world. That's filled with some uh, it's filled with this somewhat mysterious yet refreshing energy. And please look forward to a high rule that's both familiar and changed since the previous game, including its expanded new world. Also, don't forget to check out new characters and enemies, as well as how familiar faces have changed and grown. We hope you'll enjoy interacting with various elements created around the theme of hands that we discussed earlier in the interview. I'm so excited, you guys. I just keep getting more and more stoked. Dota says, as was the case with the previous game, the best scenario would be for players to start playing at the same time. And when they get together later, they realize that they don't know 
what each other is talking about because each of them is experiencing something completely different. Even though they're enjoying the same game, they're taking different routes, doing different things in their own ways. And when they ask each other how far they've gotten, each learns for the first time about what the other is playing. And I hope there'll be conversations between players like this. I never knew there was such a thing or I didn't know there was such a place again in this title. And that, I mean, one of the beauties of Breath of the Wild was that very thing right there. And even even when they first introduced being able to track on the map where you where you'd been, that was something that was like completely revolutionary. And 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 then seeing like there were areas that I had not even been to on the map yet. That kind of blew my mind that the map was so huge. I hadn't even I hadn't even seen all the places and the, the conversations even you know the conversation with people of did you did you see this or did you find that shrine or did you you know again the exact conversations they're they're wanting we were having and i believe we'll have again uh fuji by ayashi says in the early stages of development on this title we received comments from fans saying that they wish they could forget everything about the legend of zelda breath of the wild and play it again for and play it for the first time again the feeling you get when the game starts and the world opens up the moment you're about to embark on an epic adventure, the encounters with powerful enemies, and the excitement when you reach the ending in The Legend of Zelda, or when you reach the ending. In The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we've tried our best to ensure players can experience those feelings as much as or more than in previous titles. I'm confident that fans will recapture that same feeling and hope you'll look forward to that. That's such an incredible line, you guys. How many times as gamers have we said, I wish I could wipe my memory and go back and play that game again? I, I hear it often. I think we I think we all do. There are those, there are those games for us that we're like, oh, I would, I mean, and Breath of the Wild definitely being one of those. I would love to go back and just play that game again. And the fact that they're taking that kind of feedback, taking that to heart, and then giving us, I mean, yes, we are going into the same world, but they don't take it lightly. They're basically looking at what they weren't able to do in the first game. And in a sense, kind of George Lucasing it, if you will, you know, giving it that Star Wars treatment, the special editions, if you will, but kind of taking it to an entirely new level. And we're just we're just a few hours away. We're going to be experiencing it all very soon. And I cannot I cannot wait. It says, and last but not least, Anuma Sun, do you have any comments for the fans? Anuma, I wonder how many times I've played the game to debug it. I've played this game from start to finish about 20 times, and I can say that it's more fun with detours, even more so than in the previous game. When testing the game, I sometimes needed to rush ahead to clear the story, but later on, I started to go off on side paths. I realized it's a whole different game. He laughs. Some discoveries made me think, wow, you can even do this at this point in the game. Or, wow, you can even do this at this point in the game? Even when sticking things together, there were so many different combinations that even I don't know all of them. I even take some time, but, uh, but as you may take detours and try to try out whatever you can at the time, I think you'll be able to enjoy the game in your very own way. So don't head straight for the ending laughs. I've cleared the game so many times myself and I've never felt bored once you have my word over 20 playthroughs. And he has not felt bored yet. The last part of the, the interview here says, I look forward to discovering lots of new things in the further expanded land of Hyrule. Thank you very much. This 
maybe the first time that I've ever seen anything like this from Nintendo. And and obviously it's a new it's a we, we've seen some behind the scenes stuff before. Mario Kart has has a has a YouTube series out that showcases some of the music from Mario Kart 8 and they did some they did some cool behind the scenes stuff here like uh for that game. But this I really really appreciate this. I love the fact that we get to get a peek inside the minds of the uh of of the developers behind our favorite games. And this this to me just raises the hype level that much more. When I when I get to hear Anuma said that he's played it 20 times and he has yet to get bored. That's that's saying something. That uh that that is saying something. And I can't wait to jump in. And I know it's crazy to think about because the game's just launching, but I'm already thinking about the DLC. Like when I mentioned the map and I started thinking about the bike and how I could traverse the land with the with the bike with the DLC from Breath of the Wild. It just immediately, my brain just immediately went to what, what is the DLC for this game going to be? We'll, we'll find out eventually. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll get plenty of support and who knows, maybe the DLC will be our main title for, uh, for this holiday, because as of right now, we don't know of anything. So let me know what you guys thought. If you're, if you're watching this on YouTube or just listening to the podcast, you can hit me up in discord or add in six, four Josh on Twitter and let me know. What'd you think of uh, what'd you think of these the, the the five parts of Ask the Developer for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? I really loved it and uh, was just so stoked to be able to share it with you guys. So thanks again for everything, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.